Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the March 20th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 574 to 576 of the Catechism. Paragraph 1. Jesus and Israel. 574. From the beginning of Jesus' public ministry, certain Pharisees and partisans of Herod, together with priests and scribes, agreed together to destroy him. Because of certain of his acts, expelling demons, forgiving sins, healing on the Sabbath day, his novel interpretation of the precepts of the law, regarding purity, his and his familiarity with tax collectors and public sinners, some ill-intentioned persons suspected Jesus of demonic possession. He is accused of blasphemy and false prophecy, religious crimes which the law punished with death by stoning. 575. Many of Jesus' deeds and words constituted a sign of contradiction, but more so for the religious authorities in Jerusalem, whom the Gospel, according to John, often simply calls the Jews, than for the ordinary people of God. To be sure, Christian relations with the Pharisees were not exclusively polemical, some Pharisees warned him of the danger that he was courting. Jesus, Jesus praises some of them, like the scribe of Mark chapter 12, 34, and dines several times at their homes. Jesus endorses some of the, the teachings imparted by this religious elite of God's people, the resurrection of the dead, certain forms of piety, almsgiving, fasting and prayer, the custom of addressing God as Father, and the centrality of the commandment to love God and neighbour. 576. In the eyes of many in Israel, Jesus seems to be acting against essential institutions of the chosen people. Submission to the whole law, in its written commandments, and for the Pharisees in the interpretation of oral tradition. The centrality of the temple, at Jerusalem, as the holy place where God's presence dwells in a special way. Faith in the one God, whose glory no man can share. Very well, here we have the um, beginnings of the, um, the tensions between Jesus and Israel. I think, first of all, it's very important to stress that uh, when it talks about the Jews in the New Testament, or uh, it talks about uh, things like this, it's not talking about uh, Jewish people in general. It's talking about the specific religious authorities that were there, that Jesus clashed with, that were the, um, uh, the, the that were the foil against which he could work so many of his works. That Jesus was bringing a new interpretation to the Old Testament, a new interpretation to the revelation that was given to Abraham to his descendants, to the true Israel, and uh, because of this. There was a certain tension with those religious authorities. Jesus was turning everything on its head. And uh, yet this does not allow us to condemn all the Jews or to kind of think that um, somehow or other we were better than them. I mean, to think that, well, if I was in Jerusalem, I would have been in the time of Jesus. I wouldn't have condemned him. That this condemnation, in a sense, belongs to all of humanity, not to the Jewish people. That all of us have condemned Christ. But here, I suppose, uh, what's important also is to see that Jesus takes what's best of the Jewish tradition, takes the whole experience of knowing God, 
takes the, the, the prayer, the fasting, the almsgiving, the uh, love of God and love of neighbour, the desire to, um, to call God Father, and he takes this and he elevates it. He takes some extremely good raw material from Israel that Jesus could have, uh, being God, he could have started his revelation from scratch. He didn't need to spend a few thousand years preparing the way. But in God's plan of salvation, in the history of salvation, God worked for thousands of years with the people of Israel in preparation for the coming of Christ. And so it's very important to see that while some of the Jews at his time rejected him and also some of the Jews were involved in his uh, crucifixion, that also more good came from them than wrong. And that so much of the Christian revelation is really coming from this Jewish tradition, that the Jewish tradition is central. Um, sometimes even uh, the New Testament can nearly be called an appendix to the Old Testament, that you can't understand the new without the old. You can't understand Jesus properly without understanding the, the history of Israel, the experience of the people of Israel. So I think in this sense we need to see the, the centrality of Israel, that Jesus was a good son, a true son of Israel, a true child of the covenant, and that this uh, really marks his whole ministry. And so we'll continue tomorrow, and tomorrow we'll be looking at Numbers 577 through 582. God bless.